Ladies and gentlemen, welcome inside After Hours Sports. My name is Brandon Rosenthal. Alongside me virtually today is Eric Garcia and Social Mike. Gentlemen, it's After Hours. It's 9.40 p.m. It's October 18th. We're pretty tired. We're adults. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Doing what up, y'all? <laughs> alive? Yeah, everybody alive? Mike, Eric, you guys are alive? Yeah, we're all good. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's a light one, but here we are. Um, we haven't recorded for a couple of weeks. Um, I was uh, I was in Mexico for a little bit, came back. We've been busy, and um, here we are. So we got a few things to talk about. We're going to talk about the 49ers losing and starting out red hot, and then losing to the Browns. We're going to talk about um how Taylor. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no Taylor Swift talk. I joked about it like three seconds ago, but. Uh, we'll get into a few other things, but go into some Lakers preseason talk. We'll get into the Dodgers um, and how disappointing that shit was. But, you know, I want to hand it over to Mike first. If that's cool. And we can get into the Niner game. I just want to hear, like, give me like two thoughts. Uh, give me your top two thoughts on that game, right? Like, uh, what were you thinking? Did you, were you disappointed, happy? Like, what do you, what do you, what are you thinking, man? Yeah, definitely, def, uh, definitely disappointed. Um, I actually was with Eric for the second half of that fucking game. Um, definitely disappointed and uh, pissed off. Like <laughs> Eric kept trying to talk me off the ledge. He's like, "Why are you mad? We're we're you know we're in the lead. We're in the lead, but we were playing like dog shit, like absolute dog shit." And um, Kyle, I don't know. Kyle hasn't like his. He continues to show us like his inability to adjust uh, in game, like. Whatever the fuck he was calling wasn't working, and he just failed to adjust. He just continued to do the same thing over and over. Oh, my bad. I was on mute. Yeah, like, I noticed some of these running plays are just, like, where we don't really make an adjustment. Like, all right, well, McCaffrey's out. Trent Williams is out. Let's let's do another running play where we're acting like they're in. And it's like, well, no, those two people are very special. And sometimes the offense – is dope because those guys exist, right? right. So, like, maybe a, a, a four yard out to McCaffrey can get like 12 yards, 15 yards, or to Debo, but Debo got hurt. But it was, you know, I think there's a lot of predictions for that game to be ugly. I was expecting it to be a little ugly, but then when the first drive happened, I'm like, oh, maybe not. Like, maybe it's yeah, just going to be a, a blowout, you know? Like, yeah, we started off good, but then it was like, I'm telling you, like, they, you know, Cleveland was. You know they're they're a good team. They're I mean not maybe not a good team, but they're they're a good defensive team. They are a great they, defensive team, yeah. This year and especially, they, and they you know they were making plays on defense, and you know Kyle just uh, yeah Kyle just didn't adjust. Like he, brought, you know Purdy wasn't having the best best game, and he continued to just make him drop back and you know throw it what 15, 20 yards on the field instead of like you said giving him the short passes, getting him in rhythm to you know start making throws, but. He just never did it. And, um, you know, I know I knew we were going to get a lot of pretty shade, a whole lot of pretty shade after this game, right? Because before the game, everybody was saying, oh, well, there's that camp, that split where he's a victim of circumstance or not a victim because he's having a good season, but he's um, a product of circumstance. <laughs> Excuse me. And now that, he had a poor game. 
against like the, maybe the best defensive team in the league. Now he, now I, you knew that the media and the internet would come hard at Purdy. Oh yeah. They were waiting for this. Uh, basically Exa- exactly. And you know, like, let's, let's be realistic. Like eventually he was going to lose the game. It's not like he was going to start an undefeated career. Like that's just not realistic. He was the last pick, but, of the, last pick of the draft. Like he's not going to be perfect. Right. But um, yeah, it was a bad game. It was a bad all around game for everybody. Right. Bad game for the team, bad game for Purdy, bad game for Kyle, bad game for Moody. Oh gosh. Yeah, like fuck. And that was like even though like I, and I don't want to like make it so that yo, I'm like over here just trying to like fucking uh excuse me. I'm trying to like shit on Purdy because I'm not, but because at the end of the day, whether he had a he had a bad game, he still put us in position to win the game. He still made that last drive crack where he put us in position to win the game. So it's not, you know. All of that could have been forgiven had we had Moody made that kick. Yep. But so, not how yeah. it played out. Not not how it played out. Eric, what were your thoughts on that uh, on that Forty Nine er game? I know we watched a little bit of it, um, and then I left because um, I had my kids with me, and so like, and then um, I pulled up. Yeah, because they had. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric told me he's like, yeah, uh, just missed Brandon. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I was there, and I was like, all right, well, because I was going to my mom's for a little bit, and uh, like. You know, I, I couldn't watch some of the game, and then I saw like, because as I put the kids down for their naps, like I saw the end of the game. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like we, I didn't know how we lost, but I knew that we lost. So I didn't know what the final possession was until later on when I saw them miss kick. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like so, yeah, not only not only did we have um, a horrible game offensively, we lost Trent Williams who is, you know, and these are not like no-name players we lost out of the offense. And, you know, that's what, that was really my point is like, if these guys like Trent, um, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, these are not just no-names and these are high quality, you know, tier one players. And when you have those kind of players on your team, their backups usually are not as good. So it's not like the, oh, well, Tom Brady had a great, you know, he was able to throw to nobody. Like, yeah, but his receivers are much better than the backups we have, right? Like everybody who doesn't have like, so it's really difficult to replace, you know, how baseball has this set wins above replacement, that war stat. I think that the Niners have high war guys, right? They either win, like if they, at least, if they lose a the lineup, they lead the lineup, the Niners hurt. Like they have, there's a lot of talent there, so. Um, we knew Purdy was going to struggle and he still got <laughs> the team in a position to win the game on the road against a great defense. So, I mean, all in all, yeah. not a bad, not a bad performance by Brock and um, disappointing in the loss because we put it, put ourselves in a position to be six and out and um, we weren't. So e, e, what are your thoughts, man? Um, No, I think, uh, but pretty much it gets covered. We took, we lost the game. Uh, so obviously that was bad. But as far as um, why my, why I wasn't that trip tripping the whole game is because I felt like we were going to win the game. I mean, it didn't work out. But I don't. I mean, it was a missed field goal at the end. Why it didn't work out? I was. It, it wasn't like I was chilling. Like it was like a good game or anything. But um, I really felt that Kyle pretty much called the game he was just not going to lose the confidence in Brock Purdy, pretty much get all your shit out of the way. 
I mean, there were some really bad throws. There was some really bad misses. There were some touchdowns. There were some big throws. So the play calling, you know, was there for some big plays. It just wasn't connecting. I mean, I understand as far as adjusting, maybe switch to something else because that's not working. Um, again, he, what he did was enough to set up a drive where we should have won. You know, the, the, that, that field goal was a chip shot, in my opinion. Uh, but the kicker already, you know, that was the second miss of the game. So uh, if I do want to have my criticisms, which every game there's, you know, shit I would have done different, um, is just on that same drive, that last play. Um, before, I mean, be, right before we kicked it, we should have ran it or something to have one more play, get a little bit closer for the rookie kicker in shitty weather condition. And then, uh, which is my criticism pretty much every time this, this is the case, get the, ball to fuck, get the ball to George Kittle every fucking time. I don't, that, my, every time we lose a game, look, I'll take my L's. You, you just said wins up a replacement, but what sucks is when you have players of that caliber that you don't use. You know, dude, that's win, an excellent dude, point, man. Dude, dude went from three touchdowns the week prior to one target uh, the whole game. And in a game like again, if, if Brock's struggling or everything that's happening, you you it, you got to find a way to get the ball to fucking George Kittle. That yes. that's my that was that's my frustration. But again, even with all that said, uh, even with the shitty game, that was that's that was a positive that I'm gonna take from it. Even with a shitty game, even though it was pretty much horrible, we could all agree on that. That's a game that we should have won, would have won, had a chance to win if the kicker didn't miss the shit. Uh, if I want to, if I want to worry about anything about that game moving forward, because I'm not. That was just a one of those games. You know, it was a tough game. We lost bad weather game for Brock. So maybe, maybe keep an eye on that. See if that's something that's still a concern. But it's my biggest thing that I hope we overcome is I hope the kicker isn't like all up in his head. Cause kids, he's a rookie, and you know, hopefully he just moves the fuck on and makes the next kick, and that's that's all he can do. You know, um, you made a great point about George Kittle, and I think that's the rest of the day. We're going to end the podcast there. All right, guys, no. Like, it's the truth. We, you know, when you have a player like that, you look at um, all of the other QBs that struggle or are young and that don't have a lot of weapons, you know, they throw their tight end. And it only makes – and especially when you have a tight end as talented as Kittle – like I see he's a great blocker. And so you see a lot of these running plays where he's blocking and making plays and creating holes for touchdowns. But I, I we we should be seeing eight catches for 113 yards in a game like that. Right? Like or eight for eighty-eight. Like, I don't give a shit. Like to do the Gronk stuff, like seven for sixty-three and three touchdowns or two touchdowns. Like use them in positions where we know George is successful. Like like the I would have taken game. the same result. I would have taken the same result. No, but the pre even in the previous game, which is, obviously he scored three touchdowns, it's hard to criticize. But you guys remember that game was three passes for three touchdowns. It's yeah, not like the game catches. So yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah, that's what so, Brandon was talking about. Like put him in position where he could do that. Like he don't maybe he don't need the. I mean, yeah, it would have been great in this game to give him you know seven eight targets, but maybe he needed the five, and out of those five, he does like the three four catches for like the seventy or whatever yards and or, a touchdown. Yeah, or maybe we anything like, but we force anything force it, target. like force it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, get, him, exactly. get him eleven targets, eleven targets. Especially, like fuck it, like, the, like, the, we, like you guys were talking about with all the injuries we had, right? To, to Debo and McCaffrey, like Kittle. That was that's one hundred percent. Everything now leads to Kittle, and Kyle just never threw, never called anything to throw to Kittle. It's, it's like it's hindsight. Hindsight is hindsight. We could see what we can yeah, see yeah, now. Yeah, right, right, right. But right, right. but the shit, Absolutely. but the shit is, the shit is for me. 
look, the L's the L. We're going to have to take it no matter how I want. But I, like I said, I'll take it. I don't give a fuck even if the results weren't good. I'll take 10 targets and you only caught two, three. Just you're trying to get him the fucking rock. Like you guys said, the word mm-hmm. we're using is force feed the man the rock. That's what the fuck we need. Uh, uh, that That is – but again, at the same time, I know you said he's not calling plays. But I, there's times where you also don't see it's like, is Brock looking for fucking Kittle? Like, what are you fucking doing? You know what I mean? You 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 yeah. you got to get George Kittle the fucking rock. And and look, at the end of the day, whatever goes down offensively on the Niners, it's going to be on Kyle because he gets the credit, he gets the blame. So even if it, even if you are calling the place of Kittle and just Brock Purdy isn't going there, will you pull his ass aside in the fucking, on the sideline and say, get get the ball there? That's what mm-hmm. I need you to do right now. So, yeah, you're right. There's still, even if Purdy is missing it, even if he's not choosing to go there, that should be getting shouted in his fucking ear. Get Kittle the fucking rock. Let's get Kittle the rock. And everybody should be on the same page. But we yeah. mentioned this all the time about Kittle. Kittle, since he just chills, he doesn't throw fucking fits. He doesn't bitch. He, he just pretty much like, all right, cool. Like nothing happens and shit. Yep. I would be screaming at Kyle if I was him, man. What the fuck? Get me the fucking rock. Yep, and and you can um, looking at the stats right now for like most passes attempted, and Brock is like he's on near the bottom of the starters. Like if not, he's only what he has w- attempted one more pass than Justin Fields. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, like when you think been of, so efficient. It isn't just right? that we put in up great he, numbers. What was impressive about those great numbers is how easily it seemed to come. It was just efficient. Well, it's because like if you look at he's. Um, one ten for one sixty three, but his average per attempt is eight point six yards, which is way more than where he is in the bottom. Right, so clearly Shanahan's using him like v- limited, right? Like he's not using the full playbook. He's not like he's like ten throws behind Lamar Jackson. Like, <laughs> dude, he's like almost. I don't think, I don't think that's because. Like, but I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that's because he doesn't. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow open it up for him. You know, maybe like, and, and not that he doesn't want to open up. I think Shanahan's a control freak, and so like the reason why just, Brock's his guy. But that the reason why I keep saying Mac I'm bringing, Jones oh. has two hundred. Like he's you know, he just he's not. Less, throw, but Mac would not. have less than Kyle. Like he just would. Like that's what I'm saying. Like to me, yeah, I, I, yeah. I agree with you that Kyle's a uh, control. Well, freak. I think Belichick wants him to have two hundred less throws. Like as in zero. <laughs> I agree. I, I agree that Kyle's a control freak, but the reason why this is working right now is because he's really, really like Brock's his guy. Yeah. Like whatever he, we whatever we've seen other people, he feels differently about Brock. So that's what right. I mean. Like I don't think I think he's finally got the guy that he wants to open the playbook exactly like he 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 wants the playbook ran a certain way. And this is the first guy that's finally doing it exactly how Kyle that's the biggest whether it's fair or not, Kyle doesn't need to do the biggest skill he needs you to bring to the table is doing what the fuck he's telling you to do. He doesn't he doesn't need a guy that's like, I'm doing this, I'm doing it differently. I'm gonna no. I'm calling the plays. The foods that need to be open are gonna be open. Get him the fucking rock. That's how he gets down. And and I think that's why he loves Brock. Again, this last game there was there was there was chances there. Um the ball was slipping out of his fucking hand. That's what I mean. Maybe hopefully in the future there's something you need to figure out that where ball was was going way out of his hand. So there was some throws that were crazy off, but you just got to hope that kid finds a way to connect them in the future. Yeah, I think he will. And like, you know, if you're looking at like, um, according to the NFL, like QB rating, Tua is number one. 
He's having a great year right now. And then Brock is number two. He's right there. And like, you know, Brock is 10. That was the only interception he had, right? Yesterday. I mean, on yesterday, on Sunday. Sunday. Um, yeah. yeah. And that and that was a mistake he made. Like, he, we, we expect him to make throws. Like, I think he's, you know, if you think about like, if we're talking about Niner players, or like Niner lore, he's definitely above Alex Smith when he was um, in his couple of years where he was leading us to the NFC Championship. And we had that run in 2010. Um, but he's not as good as like, if we're talking about Niner players, like I don't think he's as skilled naturally as like Jeff Garcia, for example. But Brock clearly has a grasp. Really... Like he has a grasp on the offense. He knows what he's doing. He has he he reads quickly, and yeah, sure, he takes advantage of his talent. Who fucking doesn't? Who doesn't want to play with amazing players? Like take advantage of it, and so he is. And I, I I'm not too worried about this loss, honestly. Like as long it's it's kind of a perfect loss. In many ways, non non division, non conference, and like those are you know those are tiebreakers, and we got to be concerned about that. So and the Eagles lost, so it's like not too bad, honestly. And all we, and all, we're we're still the number one seed in the NFC, so that yeah. that, that doesn't matter. But but um, you know, obviously we can't we can't be picky or whatever, right? But that would have been a good lesson, and we could have still left with a dub. You know what I mean? We yeah. still play a shitty game. Yeah. We still could have won the fucking game with a field goal and let's learn our lessons some other fucking week. That's how I look at it. Uh, I mean, yeah, I get it. Well, obviously. I get it, but um, that's why people are frustrated, right? It isn't – I think if we would have just flat out went and had a tough game because that Cleveland defense is, is like, elite as fuck, to me, um, fans would have been like, damn, we were off. I think it also hurts a bit because that game was winnable. It wasn't just that we were off. It was off, but we could have still gotten the – and we didn't, so – you feel like fuck. We let one go. When in reality, uh, maybe it was just determined that that was not going to be our 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 day. Even yeah. and if you hear the if you hear the Niners players, obviously exactly. they weren't saying they weren't saying they were happy they missed a kick, but they even said it like, yeah, we missed a kick, but at the end of the day, we don't feel like we deserved the dub any. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, we yep. could have won the game, but we didn't play like the team that deserved the win. Um, I mean, but what does deserve mean? Right? Whoever gets a dub gets the fucking dub. Yeah. And you say this a lot, like. Those are just those are men. They don't make excuses. They're, you know, they're just looking out for their dudes and and trying to also protect Moody from the media onslaught of like a kicker draft in the third round, right? Missing two kicks. Dude, yeah. You, speaking of protecting uh, guys, uh, you know what's pretty cool? Um, I forgot. Oh, I heard it um, like on Eric Crocker's show um, earlier, but he he was he was talking about how um, what's his face um, Trent Williams. You know how when he got hurt, and remember he came back in? Like he yeah. went out and then he came back in? Did you hear what he said when he came back in? Nah. He, gee, that was crazy. He straight up came in because you know how Moore, the backup guy, was going to come in? He straight up told him, like, I did not I did not want this to have to deal with Miles Garrett. That's not fair for anyone. Like, you know what I mean? To come in on your first time and just have to deal with fucking Miles. Because Miles Garrett is a fucking beast. He's a stud. So that, that, He's that a stud. Said, I, he said, I'd rather go back. I'd rather hobble my ass back out there and take the take it myself because this kid doesn't deserve that shit that's not how you want to come in here you know what I mean? dealing with miles garrett nah, on the miles, fly nah. that shit ain't fair now nah, miles is too much yo and this is not niners related and not even what we were the game we were talking about but tyreek hill is having an incredible season holy crap yeah. he's like almost at a thousand yards he's at 814 yards six touchdowns 42 receptions like what the hell 
That's nuts, man. He, you you know what they're doing? I, I I know it's different positions and everything's different, but to me, uh, it's crazy to compare it that way. But to me, that's how I feel. Like it would be if George Kittle was on the team that someone said, "Let's get George Kittle the fucking rock of the team." Dude, like seven for one seventy something would be uh, the fucking norm for that. For me. You I, know I what I mean? I just I, yeah, I think he'd be like Kelsey. He'd have Kelsey numbers, but perfect like, situation. Dude. Like he's great. He deserves it. But he, he's in a Tyreek is in a position where they're they're going all out and making sure he gets that shit as as many times as he needs because he's fucking destroying it, man. I mean that's a that's a perfect pairing, you know what I mean? That's yeah, just, and, yeah. And, and and Tua throws a very very nice deep ball. Like it, it he he's, he's he knows where to throw it. He has great arm accuracy. He's got a tight spiral. Like it's he's dope. Like. I, I enjoy watching uh, watching the Dolphins play. They develop their chemistry pretty quick, him and Tyreek. Yeah, and like McDaniel's is our dude. Like <laughs> you know, like it's cool seeing. Like I don't know how you feel about this, Eric. Um, but like, do you like watching D'Amico and watching you know McDaniel's? Um, not uh, Mike McDaniel, not uh, not Josh who gives a shit. Josh. That fat asshole, <laughs> fucking idiot. Like, I can't believe the Raiders are even three and three. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, like it's cool seeing uh, seeing them succeed, and kind of that. Sh- is it is it a Shanahan coaching tree? Yeah, I do. I do like all of them succeeding um, for sure, straight up. But, but I will say this: like, whether it's fair or not, some people to me seem to have impressed me more. I mean, McDaniel's, of course, he's impressed the shit out of me. What he's doing with Miami, but to me. In Houston, I feel like he's again. It's unfair, but I think like to me, it's more impressive what he's doing there than what what Salah so far has been doing with the Jets. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I just I and I like I like what he's doing and everything, but I feel like um, whether it's fair or not, he still hasn't he ha- he doesn't look like a head coach to me, dude. Whether it's and it's fucked up because I'm I'm a huge fan of him, but the Miko dog, I'm I that's what straight up seems like he was meant for this shit. Like he's just, uh, I, I honestly am super <clears throat> impressed with D'Amico. Um, and I honestly think like Houston's lucky because that franchise was a shit show. You know what I mean? They got lucky that Deshaun Watson turned out to be a creep fool because they had fucked that whole situation up. Um, you know, obviously hindsight, we're like, well, they fucking, um, they have a smart of them for get rid of, of the Watson. But hell no, dude. They just, they had fucked that up. You know what I mean? And then um, here they are. They looked in, they got the, a right coach that's pretty much finding a way to get this team going. Fucking um, CJ Stroud is looking good as fuck, dude. Yeah, I, that, I, yeah that's absolutely. What was, that's what I was gonna say is that like they're three and CJ three Stroud. right now. Like they're on the bubble. Um, you know they're they're right in the hunt, man. Like you know, there's I know there's what ten weeks left in the season. You know, eleven weeks left. But you know, there's these are the opportunities for these teams to hang around. Like this is all winnable. Like the Steelers, the Jack, like the Browns. The Bills are four and two, but they look beat. The Bills look beatable. Like there's even the Chiefs look kind of like, yeah, like it's in, just... the, in the AFC at least, right? Like the I don't trust Baltimore. I don't trust um, Cincinnati, like at all. And if right now... I'm expecting these teams to just figure that shit out towards the end of the season, right? But I, but like you're right. Like right now, looking at it, I, I mean, at the end of the day. I don't trust them, like you said, but 
but it still seems like the teams that we expect are going to find their way to be there at the end. Um, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah they I mean, might not, they might, they might not be as like dominant or whatever as we thought of, but come playoff time, you know, you wouldn't want to be the team going up against the Bengals, the Bills, no. you know what I mean? The Chiefs, uh, you, the, you Dolphins, just wouldn't. Like the yeah, the Dolphins. But the Dolphins, I think, are the ones so far um, that haven't had as big of a, of a letdown to me. Yeah, they lost that game to the Bills, and it, it seemed like they came back down to earth. But um, Divisional opponent, though, right? Like, I think they just scored, like, 70 points before that. So, like, whatever. Yeah, that was the week after. And, um, yeah, exactly. So, but I'm still, like, I mean, I'm I'm pretty high on the fucking Dolphins, but at the same time, um, I, would, I would be. I'm too. waiting for these other teams to wake up. You know, like if you had an AFC power rankings, would you put Miami one and KC two? Yeah, I yeah. would. I would. I, would, I was I thinking. I just would. ask you guys. I think I uh, would too. You, who would you take right now if they played like let's say Sunday, Miami, KC? Where? No matter. Neutral field. Fuck it. Nah, Whatever. Uh, new, neutral field. <laughs> Just for the sake of the fucking, you know. Yeah, I'll take Miami neutral field tomorrow. But if it's a playoff game, I still would go Chiefs. <laughs> just, I would. Even even if it's at Miami, is Taylor there? Maybe. Oh yeah, Miami. <laughs> you know, hundred percent Taylor's there. <laughs> I and I think Kelsey has a huge game and they win. And then he goes on Saturday Night Live. They they, they, par- they partied the night before. Okay. You know, man. <laughs> I I still I still just think. Damn, you still um, just go off the strength, just Kelsey? No, my, my, I'm going Mahomes, dog. Like I just think Mahomes. It's Mahomes. It's I, I just yeah, trust. Yeah. I just trust Pat Mahomes and that stupid, goofy, um, swaggy P haircut that he has. Like uh, I just, P. you know, I just yeah. And I went to my barber today. I was like, yo, I can't believe Swaggy P had a haircut that like influenced like the entire nation for a couple of years. Nick Young. Yeah. So much hey, what, what, right so, um, yeah. All right. And then, so that's fair. We haven't done like a power rankings in a minute. So maybe we should do one by like week eight, like, you know, in the middle, like we're almost there. But, and the NFC is, you know, we have None. three, three, five, and one teams. Is it Niners, Eagles, Lions? Niners, Lions, Eagles. Look, uh, well, I will say this I agree with you guys. And it's not just being a homer. I still definitely feel like we're the number one uh, team. Obvious, First of all, I, still, I feel like I feel like we're the one team in the in the, in the league still. But so yeah. definitely the NFC. But if if just because it is what it is, if somebody wants to have a Lions ahead of us for at this moment, that's uh, that's the only team I guess I can see the argument for. So that's why I would put them at two. I would go us, then I would go Lions, um, for sure at the moment. Um, but. I don't know about you guys, but wouldn't you take the the Cowboys over the Eagles? No. Ooh, that's good. Uh, no, absolutely not. I don't. I don't. I don't like this Eagles team this year. It seems like no, well, look, but I, I don't. I but don't. But they've trust. won games, though. But they've won games. So the the, the right. scary thing about them is because they it seems like just like I told you guys about these AFC teams, they're gonna figure it out. So the problem is we better hope they got some L's along the way because if they're figured out and they really only had one L to suffer for it, then because. Uh, Right now, I don't, I don't know. I'm not that. This is last year. That team was looking like I was like, "Fuck, man, we're gonna have to deal with these Eagles team." This team, this year, for some reason, it doesn't got that same cake for me. Well, true, you know I mean? but I, but I think the Cowboys also like. I don't trust that team. We fucking smoke them, dude. Like so, and I, I just, I don't trust Dak. And if I'm looking at a, a team that, uh, 
I trust a little more. I think I trust the Eagles. I may trust the Lions. I, I think it's okay. Here's a, here's a tough one. We have like five minutes left in this uh, in this session. Um, right. We have five Shoot. five and one teams. What do you give me your give me your AFC NFC top five power rankings of those five and one teams? Wait, like um, like combined or by by? Yeah, no, no, combined, combined. Like so. All right, so got, nine is one. Uh-huh. Nine is one. Miami two. Okay. Uh, I'll Lions three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Philly four. Cowboys five. No, 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 no. Uh, I go Chiefs. I go Chiefs four. Yeah, Chief, It's the Chiefs, not Cowboys. Um, that's the other five and one team. Cowboys are four and two. Oh, that's right. That's right. We beat. Yeah, yeah, my fault. Yeah, Chief. No, no, Chief. Wait, wait. Where am I? Or oh, Lions? No, no. Then Chiefs three, Lions four, and then uh, Philly five. My bad. Okay. 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 Yeah. So Mike has Niners, Dolphins, Chiefs, Lions, Eagles. Yes, correct. Okay, Eric. Is do you agree? Yeah, but except I have. Um, well, no, no. That's exactly how I have it. Yeah. Okay. So I have. We mean Niners, KC, and then I have Miami. And then I'd have, you know, it's hard for me to put the Lions above the Eagles, but I do like them a little more. So I'm going to go, but I'm still going to go Eagles and then Lions number five. But I do want to see the Lions play. I haven't watched a lot of Lions games. So this, you know, this is a statement based off of (laughs) maybe some of their past. Um, they look get a good look, chance that they get they get the win against the uh, the Ravens this week. That's a solid dub for them. Yeah, and so even, like, even if we yeah. just said the Dolphins are, I mean, the Ravens don't look that great, but don't trust me, that's a great so, win. If they if they get that win, that's a good win. Yeah, and so if I think okay, so yeah. and, the, and the teams that are on by the Cowboys are on by, so they're you know that's one of the top and so are the Bengals. But if we're looking at like who's like you said, Eric, um, the Lions and Ravens is a great game. That's going to determine some. That's some big shit. Um, I'm not too concerned about the Bills and Pats, and because the Bills are a sneaky team that can easily get into that top five. Um, oh shit! But they, they they seem well, like they could stumble, and, and and this looks like that kind of game just because the Pats are so trash. Yeah. This is where the Bills better not get caught slipping. Yeah, and there's then there's three. I think there's three great games um, that are coming up. I think Chargers and Chiefs is going to be great. All honesty, uh, that's going to be an entertaining game. And then uh, the Sunday night game, I mean, geez, Miami and Philly, you can't ask for oh, a better yeah. game that's, than that. That's a great game. I mean, that's there it is, right? Like, we're, that's we're looking, that's a game game, you know, like that's a yeah, game. Yeah, that's Guys, a game. We just, then, we just went over our rankings. That's two top five cats. Those are, those are two, yeah, yeah. those are Somebody, two somebody's top falling five. off the, somebody's I mean, those falling are, off the ranks. And if, depending on where you live, those are two top three teams, right? Like, so, real quick, um, we, we, real quick before we end it, um, um, I know you. We only had the five, and I know that after that there was a couple four and twos. But just, I'm not gonna open it that long, so we don't go that long. But pretty much, Bills Cowboys. Who right now would you choose between those two? Who is who's better? Bills, Bills. In uh, my opinion, yeah. Going Me Bills. too. Yeah. Uh, like I have to rock with the Cowboys. Despite their players like almost like going into like cardiac arrest on the field consistently now, like this is getting kind of weird, but. I still think the Bills have um, the advantage there. 
I just don't trust the Cowboys. Chad, I just like Josh Allen a lot more than I like on um, yeah. Dak. That's that's really and what I, about it. And I trust the, the the Bills coach more than I trust the Cowboys coach. And then obviously we have Ooh, the Niners. That's not saying much. That's not saying much, but eesh. no, it's not. But then the Niners play the Vikings, and you know we that's a game the Niners have to be very careful about. Uh, the Vikings can put up points, and they have a quarterback who doesn't. He turns the ball over, but he also has a an ability to really look like uh, an elite quarterback at times. So strangely, but yes, yeah, it's true. So there, there's a lot of good, a lot of good shit happening um, among those top five teams, and a lot of them playing each other. And like Eric said, that there's, you know, it's early in the season, so the difference between five and one and four and two is only one game, <laughs> and. Um, the Bills could easily be a top five team when it's all said and done. And so could uh, and the Lions, the Ravens, even the Ravens look like shit at times, but like they, they just, when you have a guy like Lamar, like, I don't know. So, um, so this, this would have been a good win for the Lions. I mean, like if, if the Ravens fuck around and beat the Lions, that's a solid dub for them yeah, as well. So that's why it's a great game. It is. Um, I, so we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to hit on the Dodgers real quick. And their disappointment, and then we'll, um, I think, top it all off with some what you're watching. All right, all right. So, uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the recording now, so we can get a nice, uh, nice ease. Then I'll start a new session. We'll we'll, go, we'll get back in. So I'll be right back. At all right, all right. <laughs> 